You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. <laughs> It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Write that down. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dad. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Now it drives to center and... Now it drives... A high fly left center field. Baseball point. Yes, drive to center and it. Smith going back at the wall. That ball's gone. Oh, man. Kramer's going to get mad if you don't let him at least complete a sentence here. Write this down. Write that that down. Kramer likes to talk, man. He does not like being cut off like that. (laughs) I I actually think, you know what? I'm going to give the man who blocked me on Twitter two years ago a compliment. He has played great off Justin Morneau this year. He really has. They've had a great chemistry together, and I almost I almost feel like Dick Bramer has had a little bit of life breathed yeah, into him as a play-by-play guy, up, too. Yes. Agreed. So oh, yes, most definitely. He deserves uh, a tip of the old cap and a left-handed toast for there, his, the job he's done with Justin Morneau. There is nothing better, though, than when LaTroy Hawkins still calls him Richard every once in a while. <laughs> oh, that's great. Blatant I love disrespect. He's, he's like, Richard, here's what I'm thinking. TK used to do that, too. TK I know. Would, oh, yeah. When TK would be in the booth with him, he'd, he'd say, well, listen here, Richard, this is what we're looking at here. <laughs> Isn't it great, though? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I love TK. So this segment is called Write That Down. That's Manny Hill who joins us for this uh, prediction segment. Manny keeps stepping in the ring, and uh, all of us are taking a beating. Manny's been taking a beating this year. We're all taking a beating, but... Uh, I think we're the only show that, but I mean, that does Man- this. Manny comes in just to take a beating, and he's taking the <laughs> yeah. worst beating of anybody. Yeah, I, I picked up a hit this week, though, so I'm good. I, I respect yeah, I'm him for keep, keep walking out to that plate, man. Keep yeah. on getting in that batter's box. I respect that. He doesn't have to. I'll, I'll get, have I'll to get above this. 100 at some point. <laughs> uh, Declan is in for Jonathan today, so we're going to go around the room in just a second, make our weekly predictions. But first, an accountability session. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I'll out myself first here. I had okay. a couple, a couple bad ones. I said, uh, I said Buxton would hit for the the cycle over the course of the weekend. Second time you've done that yeah. in the last couple weeks. How about Mackie will hit for the cycle, predicting that Buxton will hit for the cycle. <laughs> Could try that at some point. Uh, I also predicted at some point that Buxton would be moved up in the order by May fifteenth and would bat first, second, or third before the season ends. <laughs> Okay, this dude. This dude has an 850 OPS and lead the league in doubles, and he can't get out of the nine spot because the lineup is absurd. They're doing the exact right thing too. I, I lo- agree. I love what they're doing right now. I agree. You just keep him down there. Uh, Judd, you had a you had a pretty solid week. You said the 76ers would play in the finals, which was wrong. But you yeah. predicted the Twins would draw thirty thousand or more in a game the next homestand. They drew 31,000 announced on the, was it the Tuesday night game against the Angels? They drew a, they had a 31,000 number okay. in nice. uh, one of those Angels games. Well a done. weeknight game, too. It's almost like when it starts to warm up, people want to go out to the ballpark. And, and enjoy the snow. Thank you. Just keep buzzing. 
Keep buzzing them. Uh, Judd said Sano <laughs> will not play third base in a game for the Twins until May 15th or after. He played third base on May 16th, therefore. Oh, wow. wow. Judd is correct. Wow. That's a CNI single, wow. <laughs> CNI single. I beat the shift. Uh, J- Jonathan <laughs> predicted the Rockets would win on Friday of last week. That Ty Lue would be the Lakers' next head coach. And that the hated Calvo would get at least a yellow card in the game against Minnesota United. There were there were many yellow cards handed out in that game. He had a good game, didn't he? None to Calvo. I think Calvo came back and had a pretty good game in that game. Well, it was 2-0 Chicago. Match, and I should say. It's match, yes. Sorry. Yes. On the pitch. Uh, Manny predicted, the Manny with these hockey predictions, said the Carolina Hurricanes are going to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Whoops. You got swept uh, right on out. Yeah, that was a Join the club. awfully quick series. Stupid yeah. You yeah. said Monty Williams would be the next Lakers coach. Nope. You said the Rockets would win game six, but the Warriors would win game seven. It happened quicker than that. Nope. You said Denver would win game seven by at least ten points. Nope. You also predicted Damn. the Wolves would the Wolves would pick in the top four. Oh. And at one point before that you said they'd land a top three draft pick. What, what? Manny, what, what? what However, were you thinking? However, Manny said the Raptors would win Game Seven. Okay. Thank, thank you, Kawhi Leonard. You gotta play out to Joy. Thank you, Kawhi Leonard. Shot that bounced off the rim about twelve times. You know what this feels like? You know how in Little League you have that kid on the team who cannot get a hit. So when he does, like all the parents stand up and cheer. Like it's me. No, that's the greatest thing that ever happened. It's the final game in the movie Little Giants when the Giants finally gain the yard, and the scene where they show the parents. And it was like second and nine. They gained a yard. Yeah, you know what we need? So the Kawhi Leonard shot, you know how everyone's got the photo. It's like the the photo of the ball girl and yeah. Kawhi yeah. and Joel Embiid. We need to Photoshop Manny in there for a write that down photo. Like, <laughs> yes. Or maybe maybe every time I get something right, which is not very often, we play the sound of Kevin Harlan and Greg Anthony reacting yeah. to Kawhi Leonard's shot. Where they're just like, oh! Uh, Rami, you had the Timberwolves moving up in the lottery. Whoops. The Twins winning Should three of me. four from the Tigers. Didn't happen. The Bucks beating the Sixers in six. Stupid. In Why'd the I have to say finals, a team? Man. Why'd I, and I wasn't even sure about that. Like, I knew it was going to... And I was on a roll, too, because I did a parlay. I said they'd sweep the Pistons... Take out the Celtics in five, and then the Sixers in six. I knew Pistons and Celtics. I wasn't sure how it would play out between the Sixers and the Raptors. I should have just said that they'd win that series in six. I shouldn't have picked the team. Spoken like a man new to write that down in 2019. Just Just kicking yourself for going too complicated. I should have listened to Josh. I've done that a lot. Uh, Our guest predictors here, Danny Cunningham, said the Wolves will move up in the lottery. A lot of... A lot of Wolves lottery optimism. Yeah. I actually have a, an amazing factoid about that for later on this hour that I want to run by you guys. So with that, a lot of wrong predictions, a lot of carnage there. The batting averages are as follows. Judd back in the lead, batting 310 and slugging 500. I'm uh, batting 289 and slugging 632. Listeners are batting 286 and slugging 571. That's right. If you're a listener, you got predictions, send them in. To us via Twitter, just tweet at Jay Zolgad, at Rami is tweeting, at Phil Mackey with a write that down prediction. Rami, you're at 231, slugging just 385. Jonathan, no, the guests are at 143. Jonathan's at 125. Manny is back above 100. There you go, Manny. There you go. Wow. 
Well, yeah, because a 100 batting average is wow. one out of 10. One out of 10. I thought he'd basically. be like at minus 078. <laughs> yeah, well, it's one out of 10, right? Mm-hmm. And accountability session, I was wow. like, wait, basically one, one out of eight. eight. One of eight? Yeah. So I your actually, batting average one out of eight, I actually do, batting average. I do believe that this is a, a listener all-time high. <laughs> I think that this is the, the hottest they've ever been. There's some there's some on the board here though. They're going to bring that average down later on in the season. Why are you bursting their bubble? In fact, can I because I forgot to do this like three weeks in a row to actually read some of these listener predictions out. So I want there's a few that I left on the board just just to throw them out here. All right, uh, Ross Brendel, our promotions guy down the hallway, he predicted like three or four weeks ago between today, so today as of now I guess, and opening day 2020, the Twins will acquire you Darvish. He predicted that on Twitter, and none of these get by us. Does he think the Cubs are going to be sellers this season or just give up on you, Darvish? I cannot speak for Ross right. and his prediction, but okay. that is his prediction. I drug test him. <laughs> Darvish <laughs> or Ross? Ross. Not you, Darvish. <laughs> Ross. Uh, and then uh, listener Jesse said, at the time of the All-Star break, the Twins will not be in first place in the American League Central, which... That's going to be wrong. All right, Jesse. He'll be wrong about that. Yep. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. We'll go Judd over to Declan to Manny, Rami, and back to me, Phil. <clears throat> All right. First prediction for this week. The Minnesota Lynx, who are in a bit of a rebuilding mode, are going to make the WNBA playoffs this season. Okay. The, right. the Minnesota Lynx are going to eke into the WNBA playoffs because they are as good as most of the teams in this town have been bad. All if, right. If they truly are the San Antonio Spurs of the WNBA, they could lose their superstars and then put together a bunch of randos and, and still get to the playoffs. That's what right? I'm thinking. Yes. Right. I think oh. they will be pretty good. Yeah. Not probably not championship level, but I think they'll I think they'll be all right. I think they put together a decent roster. Declan. All right. So this is very time sensitive. It's a parlay though. <laughs> So not only do I have Brooks Kepka winning the PGA Championship. So that's part one? Yep. Part two is Tiger Woods will not make the cut, and he has two holes left to birdie. So what does he have to do? He has to birdie both? He has both? to birdie one. The cut line right now is at plus four. He is five over through almost two rounds. Okay, so he has to birdie one of the last two holes. One of the last two holes, and obviously Brooks Kepka winning the whole thing. How be... far off the lead? Like, what's the lead right now? Is Brooks Kepka Kepka in the lead? is in the lead, 12 under. He has a seven-stroke seven, seven stroke lead. What, what is this parlay? This I, uh, is absurd. I, it was not this Wait, small. Wait, what? This it is not this small. Fruit. This is BS. Wait, so you're picking a guy who's leading yeah. the, halfway through the major, leading by seven strokes, so is was, part one. And was, Tiger yeah. Woods is yeah. it can't find a fairway yeah. with one hole to go. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was three strokes. All right, fine. How about this? We need a third item here. Yep. Kepka. Phil Mickelson will get hit by a golf this is, cart. This is so St. Cloud State Bush <laughs> Obviously. Where do you think I went to school? I know. Kepka will win it by 10 strokes then. He's has a seven-stroke wow. lead right now, and he'll win it by 10. Is that fine? Yes. So, by, by, so, by exactly 10? By at least by 10? By at least 10. All right. God, I shouldn't have said that. Why yep, the, why'd you, you do that? You never helped oh, me. Thank you. Why'd you do that? That Damn lead for Kepka was not I'm this sorry. was not I this big when I when bit, I was I doing you this. You could have boxed him in. It yeah. would have been hilarious if he had left it as is and the, and Kepka oh, wins by God. twelve and we have to say sorry, sorry you said by ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened to me. <laughs> All right, that 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 parlay will do. Write okay. it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. All right, over to Manny Hill. Uh, the Toronto Raptors will win Game Two of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight. Okay. Bucks up to nothing after tonight. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got a bookie? Probably. Who's got an offshore account? Here's my credit card number. Write this down. Everything. Write it down. You like writing things down. Right, I'm gonna Ron. get that. I'm gonna get that bucks that bucks bet back and say bucks and six over the Raptors since I blew it by going all confident and parlayed it. 
mess things up. I was on such a roll, too. I thought I was going to get that one. It's going to sting if you get this one, because... You, you should have just left it. I know. I should have just left it open. Getting but Bucks, so specific Bucks over the Bucks over the Raptors. But you six. didn't save them just like like you did Declan. Write that down. Write this down. Sometimes I feel like if it's a you know if it's a if it's a fill in producer and they don't know the full parameters, I just want to help them out. Kefka's lead was only three strokes when I first made this prediction two hours ago too, so yeah. it, it it increased. Yeah. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. How about this? <laughs> Brooks Kepka will have his arms uh, have the circulation cut off from them from his golf shirt on <laughs> Sunday when holding up. <laughs> <laughs> write this down. <laughs> write it down. You like writing things down. All right, I'm going to one-up Rami's Bucks optimism. I think the furthest you've gone is that the Bucks will make it to the NBA Finals. Yes. I'm here to tell you that the dynasty is over. The Bucks will win the championship wow. this year. Wow. Wow. I think there's something... They got the Durant report out now that the injury is worse than they thought. They, I know people are saying mm. the narrative today is that the, well, the Portland Trailblazers, they blew it. They could have won either one of those games. The way I see it, the Blazers are going to take this to six or seven games. They're going to win a home game or two. And they had the Warriors on the ropes for a while in that game last night. And the Bucks are better than the Blazers. The Bucks have a chance to end the dynasty. I will say they win the championship. Right down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Play the crack in the bat, please. Oh. <laughs> How many times? Just once. Byron Buxton will finish the season with 20 or more home runs. Byron Buxton, who I think is at three now, yep. including two in two days, will finish the season with 20 or more home runs mm. for the Twins. Write it down. You yeah. like writing things down? Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dan. Declan? On the topic of Byron Buxton, by June 1st, he will lead off for the Twins. Well, so like in, in the next two weeks? Yes. He will, be, he will lead off for the Twins in at least one of those games. Okay. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. I don't think I. Th- I. Th- I honestly think they might leave him in the ninth spot yeah. for like the entire season. They could. Has anyone ever <laughs> won an MV- won an MVP award batting ninth all season? Because that's what's going to happen apparently. That would not make sense if they did that. If they left him ninth, yeah. If he's one of your best hitters, you move him up. But how many hitters can you besides Adrianza? How many hitters can you legitimately say like, well, this guy for sure should move down? I'm not saying right now. I'm saying if it becomes clear. That he's one of your best hitters, that he's one of your four or five best hitters, he needs to be in the upper half of your lineup. Sounds like a story to me, but that's just me. Over to Manny. Write that down. Anthony Davis will be traded to the Los Angeles Lakers on draft night. Ooh. So the that's so the for pick. the number four overall pick, right? Yeah, and and other pieces I would imagine too. Okay. But. Yeah, AD will be a Laker on, on on draft night, and then the Pelicans can reset their franchise with two picks in the top. They can Zion and whoever they draft number four. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Write that down. I, I don't Actually, have a pencil. well, remember that. Let's have Declan go quick so you can get uh, Josh on the phone. Perfect. Mine's a WWE one, Phil. Yes. Mm. Money in the bank on Sunday is chock full of great programming all day long, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Obviously, when I'm working here from seven p.m. to five a.m., being a very good worker. Uh, <laughs> Becky, <laughs> Becky Lynch, who is. Scheduled to defend both of her titles at Money in the Bank. Will lose both of her titles at Money in the Bank. That would be terrible. Yep, it would. That's your prediction yep. right there? Okay. Yep, yep, yep. She'll lose both of her titles. The prediction alone just upset Phil. Yep. <laughs> just the sad. possibility of it. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope it doesn't either. You a big <laughs> Becky Lynch guy? No, she's Irish. I like. I love Becky. <laughs> Who's Becky Lynch? I've she's never she's heard the her. Irish no, last she's, kicker. She's the man. She is the man. That's her. That's her slogan. 
I'm the man. All right, Rami, back to you. <laughs> oh. Do I have a? Uh, you have the prediction board up there in front yeah, of you, right, sure. right, Phil? Do I have a prediction on how many home runs Byron Buxton will hit? Let me scroll through here. Okay, this will be a good chance for us to go through some of your predictions. All here. right. <laughs> You've got Wiggins starting the season with the Lakers, which it's not going to happen. I said that right. At, I don't even know why those words We're left buzz my right mouth. now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you do not have a Byron Buxton home run prediction here. I'm going to say at least 25 home runs for Byron Buxton. I'm going to one up oh, Judd Zolgad. At least so we both home we runs. both win then. Well, yeah, if he hits over nice. twenty, yeah, we both win. So, Everyone's successful. Write this down. So I did have Buxton twenty-five home runs uh-huh. on my, but mm-hmm. now now that we, now you're going to step this, your game up, Buxton will wind up with. I'm going to prices right you twenty-six or more home runs. <laughs> wow. That's right, Byron Buxton, twenty-six or more. He knew, and he only has three. <laughs> so I go home happy. See if you were gonna if you were gonna prices right me, you would say twenty-four or less. Because if he hits 26, then you, Judd, and I are all correct. Okay, that's fair. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Back to Judd. The Twins will make trades this summer to add help to both their starting and bullpen core. So they, they will make major league trades, just to be clear, to acquire a big league starter who will be plugged into the rotation and a big league reliever who will be plugged into their bullpen. Okay. So they will make two separate deals. Write that down. Manny Hill. I'm kind of going both ways on uh, with this one, okay, where like either way, it. I'll be happy. If you hedge the rest if of the I'm season, right or wrong you can on get this, I'll average. be happy. Yeah. The Boston Bruins will win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yes, okay. another hockey prediction. <laughs> how many so people? Basically, how many teams do you win the Cup now? That was on mine. So, so here's the thing. <laughs> it's been on mine for a month. Hold on, okay? we need to go through Manny's hockey prediction. Manny, yeah. how many times did you have to put your hand on the stove? <laughs> but, before but here's, you got the but, see, but here's here's my here's my approach with this. Okay. Either way, I'll be happy because I don't want the Boston Bruins to win the Stanley Cup. I'm with you, buddy. But if I'm wrong about this prediction. I'll be happy because they right. didn't win the cup. Totally with you. But Man- if I'm right on it, then I'll be unhappy because they won, but I'll be right because I got a hit. Manny's hockey predictions this year include the Wild winning a first-round series. <laughs> Whoops. What the well, let's buzz him. Come on. It's more fun yeah, when you got a buzz. buzz. Use was, the buzzer if you're going to do that. that was, but see, that was back in like early October when I predicted that one. Toronto going to I the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> uh, Toronto going to the Stanley Cup Finals against another Canadian team in the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the Hurricanes going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Memories like the and uh, you have the Sharks going to the NHL Stanley Cup Finals too. That's still alive. I still feel pretty good about that. One. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things two down. Games to one. <laughs> Rami, I'm going to stick with the theme of Twins home run predictions for this week's. Write that down. Miguel Sano will hit at least 25 home runs with only three quarters of the season left and just coming back off an injury. Okay, at least 25 for Sano. All right, with whom? All in a Twins uniform. Okay, thanks. Because right. the Giants, he'll he'll probably have ten to fifteen for them. So I'm all right, I'm, I'm going to deviate here because I like the the Twins home run theme here. Right? <laughs> write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. I believe you guys had a conversation similar to this on Five Thoughts today. Yes, the Twins will have at least four players hit thirty home runs or more this season. Mm. The Twins will have at least four players hit thirty home runs or more. Okay, write right. it down. You like writing things down. So there it is. Predictions likely to go wrong. It's called Write That Down every Friday at five o'clock on Mackie and Judd. With Rami on the all-new Scorner. Quick look at your traffic. There is a crash on I-94 westbound between Minnesota 100 and Shingle Creek Parkway. Also a crash on 62, which is causing a 10-minute delay between Tracy and Minnesota 100. Also a 25-minute delay on I-35 southbound 
between 55 and Portland Avenue. Thank you, Declan. In for Jonathan today, he'll be back hanging out with us on Monday. The three best ways to listen to Score North and also Mackie and Jeb with Rami while you're on the go. Number one, the Score North mobile app, which is available for free, by the way. In the Apple and Google Play stores, you can listen live and on demand through our mobile app. And the longer you listen live, the more points you can rack up for potential rewards. That's right. We we reward reward you for grinding through Mackie and Jeb with Rami. That's right. If you if you hate listening to us, you can rack up. You can rewards. still get stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, number two, you can uh, you can just type in live.scorenorth.com into any web browser and listen to the live stream digitally. And number three, if you have an Amazon Alexa device, just say Alexa, open Score North. And if you're listening in your living room in some other way and you have an Alexa device, boom, I just opened it for you. Alexa, <laughs> play Yacht Rock Radio. Why are you doing that? Alexa, They're just listening to Score North. Alexa, play Michael McDonald. No, Alexa, play Score North. Oh, no, play Brad. No, <laughs> shut up. Alexa, open Score North. You guys aren't I helping the cause here. I found a diary Brad. beneath a tree and Man. started oh, talking Oh, my about God. Him. So we had Eric Name from The Athletic on, who covers the Bucks yes. at the end of the last hour. And I've been, we, I, we just did write that down. We've had a great time. And I've, I've just been, like, sitting here excited for the Timberwolves. And I know I'm getting way ahead of myself. But... <laughs> I think they've nailed their front office. I think they've got the superstar on the on the come, so to speak. And I think it's just a matter of doing what the Bucks did, which is build your franchise around Carl Anthony Towns, find those complimentary pieces, go find that Eric Gordon. You, you got to find a Chris Middleton, which is easier said than done. And Andrew Wiggins clearly hasn't been that. But I just I look at what the Bucks are doing and think, man, the Timberwolves, they're not like they're not. That far away from not adding a couple years. pieces, it's yeah. not light years away from where the Bucks are right now. Correct, and it actually gives me more hope for the Timberwolves than any time in the post Kevin Garnett era. Everything they put together and what the Bucks are—if the Bucks weren't as good as they are—I would still look at this and say, "Yeah, but I mean, like, you got to find two more. You got to find like a Kevin Durant apparently to make this work." And Giannis and the Bucks are sort of changing that game that's that's existed in the NBA for about ten years now. If you have the right system in place that that suits your superstar player, you still need to have a superstar player. But if you have a system in place that suits him, and then you make some some shrewd and savvy moves via trade and free agent signing for guys that fit that system, guys who you can put around that superstar who are going to make him better and who he can make shine. I think that that's that's another formula, another road to go down to win an NBA championship. If you can put together two, three, four superstars like the Warriors did, like the Heat did a few years ago, yeah, that that that'll work too. But for teams that can't do that, for teams in a market like Milwaukee or a market like Minnesota that don't have the greatest reputation with NBA superstars who want to be in Miami where the weather is nice and the, and the lights are bright, who want to play for teams like the Knicks, the Lakers, the Warriors, whatever the case might be, for whatever reason, that that the big-time marquee superstars don't want to come play here often, another road you can take is is what the Bucks are doing right now. So what, ultimately, if this is done right by uh, the Wolves, what is the perfect complement to Cat? Not player, but position and or skill set. What's the perfect skill set complement to Cat if he is the guy that, that you ultimately just essentially say, you're the star, we're going to give you the best complimentary player or players that we can? Well, they definitely need, I, they don't have enough three-point shooting. Right. And they, so I would say if you could add a dynamic three-point shooting guard of some kind, a, a shooting guard, although a point guard that can feed him in the right way too, 
I don't think you build your franchise around point guards because name me an NBA team that has won a championship built around a point guard in the modern era. Chauncey yeah, Billups is the closest thing, but he's yeah, that that was more of a defensive system, and he was one of three really good players or four right. really good players. So I don't. But if you're building it around Carl Anthony Towns and you have a point guard who can shoot three pointers and set him up equally, that would be really interesting to me. And it would be really nice to have a rim protecting big man who could block shots, do some dirty work, and then Towns wouldn't have to guard, you know, the best opposing big man. He could kind of he could float on the perimeter when he needs to. I mean, that's what. That's what we were talking about with Eric Name. Brooke Lopez is, you've got a couple big dudes who are seven feet tall. One of them, Giannis, can't really shoot that well. And so you bring in Brooke Lopez, who shoots like 38% from downtown, right? So right. you got to find sort of a complementary offsetting skill set. I have a conspiracy theory, though, because I'd love to go along with you, Phil, and say that the Bucks are going to win the NBA championship. But I'm, I'm going to try and stop falling for what the Warriors keep doing to the NBA world which is to keep on lulling us into this sense that they are vulnerable or that they can be had, and then they show the world just how good they are. I mean, they don't even have Kevin Durant right now, and they just said, you know what? Uh, we still have a team that won 73 games because Steph Curry is, is the greatest shooter in the history of the game and was a league MVP at one time. Like, I think we need to stop falling into that false, false sense of security, and I think now they're really, really trying to lull the NBA world and... I think the Bucks specifically, but whoever they'll run into in in the finals, into a into a sense of of confidence and thinking that the Warriors can be had. Steve Kerr said last night that suddenly Kevin Durant's injury is is more serious than they initially thought. Yeah, and for whatever reason, even though they don't have Kevin Durant, Steve Kerr is deciding to play his bench more in the Western Conference Finals against the Blazers. I think Steve Kerr and the Warriors know that they can beat the Blazers. They don't want to disrespect him and say it and say, yeah, we'll play our bench guys and sit out Kevin Durant because we know we got this series. But that's what they're doing. They're resting. A, they're sitting out Kevin Durant when he probably could be playing and saying that this injury is more serious than initially thought. And they're playing their bench more and resting up the rest of that starting lineup for what they think might be the toughest finals that they've faced in a few years. This Golden State team now, minus Durant, is more fun though. Their style, I like it more. And they're, I like. And I, they're more fun because they play closer games and they're a, a little bit beatable. But Curry right? also. But but there's no there's no sense by guys like Steph that that because Durant is pouty and moody that he has to defer. I like how they play. I think it's more fun. I I think they are an eminently more likable team for fans because the Durant team is basically Durant, and I don't like Durant. I love Steph Curry. I'd much rather, as a fan, sit down and watch this team play. Well, this they, current version. Whether they win the title or not, it feels like Kevin Durant's going to leave. It, to, it it feels like Durant, like he rolled up his sleeves a, a couple Nick. years ago, and He's he said, "Perfect, Nick." Well, he got his he got his couple titles, and like he he basically had this fear after they got beat and blew a three one series lead when he was with Oklahoma City. He had this fear that, oh my God, I'm not going to win a title, and I'm just going to get crapped on for not winning a title. And there's all these super teams forming, and I don't like playing with Russell Westbrook because he hogs the ball and shoots every time. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ensure that I get a championship. Yep. Probably he probably didn't anticipate, which is ridiculous, the backlash he would get. Otherwise, he would have reacted differently to it. But he'll get his couple championships. What, it, what it's going to be three championships or whatever if they win it four. this year for four. him. 
Four? Oh, no, three for Durant. Yeah. Three for him. Yes. So he'll get his championships, and then he'll go and he'll go to the Knicks or wherever he winds up. It'd be great. And try and do it on his own, so to speak. But if that happens, and now the Warriors, these guys get a little older, and Draymond gets a little older, and they still have a lot of salary cap issues, they're yeah, they still going to be formidable. Clay Thompson, I think, his contract is up this offseason. They may. But even if they keep Clay, that's no longer a powerhouse, unbeatable team. And so, again, like just to tie it back in with the Timberwolves, it just feels like the timing is right to ramp up over the next five years. This thing, and I'm on the record in that last segment, I think the Bucks are going to beat the Warriors in the NBA Finals. So you don't like think there's anything game series. to my conspiracy theory? I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think they're playing their bench because they want to preserve. They don't want to play Steph 42 minutes every night. I think they know they're, I agree, they know they're going to beat the Blazers. And so they can kind of, they can kind of, Pump Manage the brakes minutes. a little on right. playing. Yeah. yeah, slow it down a little bit. Save some gas. Exactly. For the that's, just, that's, that's what they're smart. doing. That, they, they're, 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 they're in a NASCAR race, and they know, all right, like we need to preserve a little gas here, preserve some tires. Let's right. let's chill here for a second and make our move when there's three laps to go instead of ten laps to go. Yeah. I mean, that's what's happening. The Bucks are the Raptors' cars, like two cars back, but we see them making their move, and we need yeah. to save some gas so we can hold them off. Yeah. I don't know NASCAR. I think that I just sounded, sounded right, like though. I knew what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, you got to sure. Yeah. Right. That's what you're doing right now. Right. Make exactly. sure you get leverage off the banking. Boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> boogity, boogity, boogity. Wasn't that a thing in NASCAR at one point? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Anybody? with, uh, with uh, what, Declan what's his face? Daryl no. no, Waltrip, right? Just at the start of the Fox I'm sure races. If you really? Google that was how, Disco that was how they started. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. how he started races. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure races. you can find a soundbite. I was obsessed. I was obsessed with NASCAR as a kid. Dale Earnhardt died, and I haven't watched a whole lot in twenty years. Kind of devastating. That's the story of his NASCAR love. That's pretty much it. How about that? A sport where a guy died, and that was it. It's really harsh. I mean, most times it'd be like so and so blew his knee out, and it really you know distressed me. Dale Earnhardt just died, and that was it. We know you know what happened. So also a big wrestling fan. You know Owen Hart. Died from, accidentally and tragically, from yeah. after, yeah. and they just like, like people paid money for the pay per view, and there's people in the arena, and they mm-hmm. still had like the main yeah. events to go, and so they just like took him out of the ring, and then they cut to the two commentators, and the commentator said, "This is not a storyline. Owen Hart has passed away. Uh, this is not a storyline. He's passed away." And then like, okay, now we're going to the main event. Yeah, it's pretty awkward. It's like, okay. Yeah. I don't know why we just got into that. Rap Have you ever th- thought about the sports that, that you chose to embrace and thought that might be odd sports? Never. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, like the guy die. Guys die. It's like I like football and hockey and, and baseball. I mean, people get hurt, but they don't. I don't guys have a lot died of died on the football field. I mean, few and far between, but multiple guys have died on the football field. Have they not? Not I pro think, football. I think two or three. I think the there's one. The I think there's one pro this football is going down player. Going a really dark road right who now. Played, who played for the Lions? Who, if I'm not mistaken, had a heart attack on the field and died. And I think that's it. Who was the guy that Adrian Peterson stiff armed against the Browns in Week One a few years ago? That guy definitely well, died. He stepped, <laughs> that guy died. He stepped on in in like Week Five yeah, of Pittsburgh 2009. That, that guy poor died. safety. He stepped right yeah. on his chest and used him to like catapult himself to the end zone. Did, oh, didn't, Sam, didn't Sam Bradford die in Chicago in primetime a couple years oh, ago? I think no, so. Yeah. Just, no, All right, no, come on. Now only only one NFL player has Detroit died Lions, on the field. Right? It was Lions wide receiver Chuck Hughes in 1971. Yeah. Okay. So I, mean, I was wrong. I mean, my guys get Sorry. hurt, but they don't die. Okay. I have an amazing Timberwolves factoid <laughs> for you guys when we come back here. <laughs> nice transition. <laughs> Speaking of teams that are come, trying to come back from the dead. I was going to say, there's too many lines there. <laughs> 
Quick look at your traffic. That 25-minute delay is still in effect on I-35 southbound between 55 and Portland, as well as a two-minute delay on 35 northbound between 90th and 82nd. And then there is a crash on 62 eastbound between Tracy and Minnesota 100. Traffic is sponsored by Consolidated Communications. Consolidated Communications is connecting you better to great entertainment, fast internet, and all the things that make you happy, like streaming your favorite TV shows, and search online with no data cap. Call 844-YOUR-CCI. Thank you, Declan, Mackie, and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North. And you know who we, on this show, we have the hot take police? Mm -hmm. Well, we'll we'll pull you over for a hot take. We'll put you in hot take jail. Hot take jail? Suspend you. We've done this with you, haven't we? I don't think I've been put in jail. I've been pulled over. Okay. I didn't give him a ticket or let off with a warning. I don't think I was ever putting hot take jail, though. Hot Take Cops is recorded on location with the men and women of Sports Talk. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in Hot Take Court. Oh, yeah. I think we need another police department on okay. the Mackie and Jeb with Rami show. All right. The Baseball Fun Police. <laughs> oh, we've talked about them before. Like, if you yeah, are, if you are yeah. putting up resistance to Baseball Fun, we will pull you over and revoke your baseball fan credential. And it happened last night in a game that featured Royce Lewis and the Fort Myers Miracle. Uh, Royce Lewis, number one overall pick and top prospect for the Twins, hit a ball about three feet from going over the fence. Okay. It, but was it Bradenton? Yeah. Okay. Yep, Pirates Farm Club. And he's, and he, it's a stand-up double, but he kind of like, he goes down on all fours into second base and does push-ups on second base, mocking himself for not being strong enough to hit a home run. Oh, okay. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Of course, it can't just be funny and fun and like, oh, he's like mocking and pl- himself. And, and plus, it was, incredibly brief, it was incredibly brief, too. Yeah, so like it was like it was two not, push-ups. It was not an elongated display. Yeah. The game of baseball is no place for funny and fun. The game of baseball is serious business. You're pulled over. Well, that's, what, car, please? that's what the opposing pitcher Have thought, too. Have you been too. drinking baseball Kool-Aid? Because the opposing pitcher, the next time Royce Lewis came to the plate, was sure to throw a fastball right behind him. Of just course. to make sure he knows that yeah. you don't disrespect the game like that. Couple of young guys. No one should be having fun. Yeah. And lucky for all of us, the umpire immediately ejected this idiot clown pitcher. And that's what we need more of. That's what's going to stop this thing. And that's what's actually going to hashtag let the kids play is if baseball actually mandates, if they write the unwritten rules out of the game. They have to write the unwritten rules completely out of the game. They need rules that say that the umpire has the jurisdiction, the, the leeway, the leash to it, have the judgment to say that. If a pitcher is throwing at a guy because his feelings were hurt, I can eject that pitcher. I don't have to give out warnings and wait for a, a, a brawl to break out or for somebody else to get thrown at or hit. You're just ejected because there's no place for that in this game. Guys will celebrate when they do good things, just like Steph Curry does a little shoulder shimmy when he hits a jump shot. No, not just in like my court. Some, just like somebody scores a touchdown and now they're allowed to do a little dance or choreograph something with their teammates. No. Baseball has that, though. The umpires just have to use it. If a ball goes behind a player, you're done. They can do that. The warning system, I would, if I umped, never use it. First time you screw up, you're gone. The warning system's weird. The warning system's stupid. Because, like, it, so if one team throws behind someone, you're not going to do anything to that guy. But the next guy that does it. Remember in the, uh, the Reds-Pirates skirmish that happened earlier this year? Literally, I forget the player from the Reds who, who was thrown at. Do you guys remember who it was? He hit a home run, like, over the river. Came up next time. Yeah. Oh, the big first baseman. 
Because Puig, Puig went oh, nuts, man. but it wasn't Puig. It was, was um, it? Um, Dietrich. Derek Dietrich. Dietrich. Derek yes. Dietrich. Yeah, former yes. Marlin, yeah. So he, he watched a home run for like eight seconds before he started running the bases. And uh, the pitcher took exception with that. So the next time Dietrich comes up, literally in both dugouts, yeah. there are guys standing on the top step, on the top step, hollering things into the other dugout. Everybody knows a fight is about to break out. And the umpire stands back there and waits for the pitch to go behind Dietrich. And then he goes, warnings to you yeah. and warnings to... What is the point now of giving out warnings because to these guys? the warning system exists solely for, for the purpose of the unwritten rules being enforced. I'm serious. It's an archaic way of being like, well, if you did something to show up a player, we'll allow you the ability to throw be- the ball behind said player... But now you've got warnings. Yeah. That's why, and that's why I would never adhere to it, and I toss people. That's the umpire saying, "Okay, we're even now." Yes, this guy celebrated a home run, and you threw a ball at him. Now, now we're, we're even. even. Now it stops. We're, that's not even. That's not the way this is supposed to go yeah. down. Yeah, I had fun, and then you threw a rock at my head. <laughs> right, exactly. even. And that's you know not who loves even. that? But do you know who thinks that that is a great rule? Joe West, a guy like Joe West. The cowboy. I'm an old school baseball guy, and now we get a brawl in our hands. What am I going to do? Did you guys ever see the video? (laughs) Did you guys ever see the video of uh, Bobby Valentine? Was it Bobby Valentine? (laughs) He was mic'd up. Getting thrown out of a base. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Bobby Valentine. It was Terry Collins, the Mets manager. Oh, it was great. Baseball went flipped out. and And the umpire basically says that he agrees with Terry Collins but he's doing what has to be done because Terry Collins is upset that his guy, I think it was Cindergard, wasn't allowed to throw at the other team after yeah. they pimped a home run on him. It was a Dodgers game. And the umpire was yes. like, yeah, I, I look, I agree with you, Terry, but I'm, I'm in a bind here. Yeah. You agree with him? Yeah. How do you agree with him? Yeah. That's not how this game is played. And baseball went, went on, I think, a huge hunt to find out who, who put that, that out there. They went absolutely crazy because it was so good. Because it's like Terry is like, mother bleeping. And the guy's like, I agree with you, Terry. Terry, I'm so sorry. Nothing I can do here. It sounded like a crooked cop yes. who had to arrest a mob boss. I'm like, look, I'm sorry, man. I'm just doing what I got to do. You know? <laughs> like, a fa- That's like a family li- man. Right, exactly. That's literally what it sounded like. Like, look, I'll tr- I'll do my best to get you off. But I, I, I my boss is, is, re- is up my you-know-what. I got to do this. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Dude, it's... Like so, I don't, we're not really the the we're not the fun, the baseball fun police. We're making fun of the baseball fun police. We're like the 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 police of the fun police is what we are. IAB. But anytime you internal see internal affairs, yeah. If you're if you're listening to us and you see stories of people being absurdly clingy to the unwritten rules of baseball, tweet us those links, tweet us those stories, and we want to call these people to the floor. What are we going to call them accountable? Ourselves? I like I like we're I renegades. Like, I like where Judd is going with the internal affairs. We're internal affairs of baseball. Are we BIA baseball internal affairs? <laughs> yes. <All right>. Something. <laughs> and like we that. are not well liked. We are not well liked. Beef, we, we're, are we BIFA? <laughs> baseball internal fun affairs. BIFA. BIFA. We make things better. That's BASF. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Close enough. BIFA. Baseball internal fun affairs. Something like that. Uh, I have to read you guys this. Okay. I have to. All right. I know it's a couple days. Somebody put this together, I think, last night. Uh, We were lamenting earlier this week the Timberwolves and their draft lottery luck throughout the years has just been non-existent. But there's really been no context. There's been nothing to compare it to. Like, are the Wolves unluckier than other franchises? Are we just just sitting here in a vacuum? 
Somebody put together the all-time list and stats for teams moving up and down in the lottery. So in every lottery ever held, going back multiple decades, and a team's plus-minus, so a franchise's plus-minus, all-time, the 76ers are the leader. They've moved up. They're a plus-18. So the 76ers wow. are a plus-18, which means maybe they jump from, like, if they jump from 10 to 1, that's a plus-10. Maybe one year they move back, Right. So the Sixers are a plus 18. The Clippers are a plus 12. The Thunder plus 11. Hornets plus 10. Now, the higher you draft, the higher percentage you have to move up a spot or two so you can rack up. You'd think the Timberwolves, who draft high all the time, would at least like move up a, like from 3 to 1, from 4 to 2, right? I know we're short on time here, but real quick before you get to the Wolves thing, doesn't this dispel the conspiracy theories? When you look at some of the teams that have moved up the most, these aren't the teams that the NBA would rig to to put in a position to succeed. It's Sixers for, for TV ratings. Sixers, Clippers. Nobody's watching the Clippers. Thunder, Hornets. Hornets are plus ten. Thank you. Lakers are plus nine. Okay, Lakers maybe. Spurs plus six. Pelicans plus six. There's a lot of like teams that are pretty even, like Rockets, Grizzlies. Then we get to the minuses. The Suns are a minus three. The Pistons all time are a minus. They've moved, but so this means how far you've moved up or down all time in the lottery. Pistons minus five. Wizards minus eight, Warriors minus eight, Nuggets minus 10, Heat minus 10, Knicks minus 11, which is to your point. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Mavericks minus 13, Timberwolves dead last, minus 17 all time. Wow. Congratulations to Timberwolves. Wow. (laughs) You you do something well. That's amazing. Have no luck well. So compared to the top team, the Sixers, the Wolves have a 35 spot difference in how much they've moved back compared to the 76ers in the lottery. It's been 12 times that they've moved. Yes. That they've either stayed pat or moved back. Because you can't move back a lot. Right. Like being a a minus 17, the most you can drop now is four. It used to be three. And three was like mathematically. Like the most you really drop have any optimism next year's lottery. (laughs) None at all whatsoever. Well, I always try. Every day I try. You so do yes, tr- you I'll do, continue to do you it. You do like try I, to beat I don't need the optimism to, out of me. I don't need to change. Right. Exactly. I was trying to tell you this year. I'm not fixing the brakes, though. That's optimism you will not take out of me. I think are in good shape. My favorite uh, dynamic so far this week on Score North is when you guys graded the Vikings offseason, uh-huh. and Rami came in and said, I give him an A. Based on the circumstances, I give him an A. And Judd basically just, like, turned his back to Rami. <laughs> Took his, took, his gla- took his glasses off and tough sighed into the microphone and was like... Give him a B minus. Oh I didn't God. kill him. He doesn't give A's. He said, I don't, I don't give, give A's. I don't give A's. He said, if he was to a anything, no. Have you ever had an A meal? Like, we went to J.D. Hoyt's with Lindsey Whalen on Monday night. Or on whatever night. Tuesday well, night. Meals are Wednesday different. What, would, what in, grade would you in give Minnesota the... Sports, in Minnesota sports, it's very tough to what, give A's. What grade possible. would you give the La Tortuga sandwich I made for you? Oh, A minus. Oh, I give A's to food. <laughs> oh, yeah, not, no, not I'm not A's. You got to take the minus? What would have made that sandwich an A? What, what makes it a solid A? I'll tell you next week. <laughs> if Rami had if, if, if Rami had North Star suspenders There's on, a tease if I gave him yeah, a Bloody Mary have, with it. He didn't have a chef's hat on and I didn't get a beer with it. Find our podcast, Mackie and Jeff with Rami, on the Score North mobile app, Apple, Sorry. or Spotify. See you guys.